Hello and hey there. Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast, a show where we rank and discuss any list you can imagine. Best childhood trend? Top gaming consoles? Best blenders? Nothing is off limits. Everyone is wrong, even when we think they are right. I'm your host, Zach Rancourt, and with me, as always, is... Tom Lockhart. Tommy Boy, how's it going? It's going good. Uh, I bought virtual reality, and I've been living in a dream world lately. You should live in real reality first, Tom. Nah, it's overrated. No, it's not overrated. Mm -hmm. I know someone who's not overrated. Eric Shane? Yeah, no, he's, he's worth every penny. Appreciate the uh, sentiment. I, I really do. But I, I, I kind of agree with Tom. Virtual reality is pretty cool. You got yeah. the Oculus? or Yeah, the, the Quest 2. Yeah, I have one too. We should definitely play some Demio. Or, yeah, or some ping pong. That's what I've been playing a lot of. Oh, man, I didn't even know they had ping pong on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's game changer. <laughs> oh, boy, I played Beat Saber, and it's like, that's that'll kick your butt. Oh, yeah. Uh, slicing things. I get yeah. sick when I do uh, VR stuff. So yeah. I, 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 it's hard. It's, it's motion sickness for me. I know how that goes. I, I get that too, but you know, I'm also not a wimp. So just... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> can, I, can I use your VR at your house then right over your favorite things so I can vomit I'm over them? Kidding. <laughs> Golly gee whiz. Golly gee whiz. Well, um, I'm, I'm glad. And, and, you know, you guys are older than I am substantially. You guys are very, very old. But uh, age ain't nothing but a number, I tell you, because Tinseltown, they've provided us some pretty incredible performances and actors of various backgrounds. Some actors started when they were young, while others kind of got their big breaks in later life. But who are some of the best? Clearly, that list would be far too large. So in honor of the late and great Betty White, we will be discussing the top five actors over the age of 70. To enhance discussion, we did not share our list with each other, and by no means are we experts or historians in said category. We are just a few dudes who like to talk about old people, especially <laughs> Tom. Yeah. Tom loves talking about old people. Tom, who is yeah. your first elderly actor on this list over the age of 70? Uh, so my first one kind of blew my mind. Uh, me and my wife were watching a movie, and that's when I suggested this topic for you guys and then we got done watching that movie and i was like oh who should be on my list and she said to me why not samuel L. jackson because he was just in the movie that we had watched uh the hitman's wife's bodyguard um and i said what because i did not think samuel L. jackson was over 70 years old i thought early 60s at the latest especially just seeing him in that movie i was like there's no way that man is over 65 but he <laughs> is 73 years old and yeah. that was crazy to me like samuel jackson is is not anywhere near that age he looks just like he did 20 years ago he looks great um yeah samuel jackson's in everything he's in star wars mace windu he's in die hard with a vengeance uh he's pulp fiction Jules, he, come on. Jules. Like, he is Pulp Fiction, well put. And nobody forgets Snakes on a Plane. Right. Yeah. One of the greatest plane-based movies ever made. Ever made. <laughs> on this Monday through Friday plane. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, just Samuel Jackson is great, and he's great in everything he's in. Even if he is in a lot of the things, just Samuel Jackson on screen. I forgot to mention he, he's uh, Nick Fury. I totally forgot about the fact that he's in, you know, yeah. the greatest series of movies ever at the Man. box office. 
<laughs> Ath boss. Yeah, that's, that's well put. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to say he's an honorable mention oh, because wow. I have so many. We, we were talking about this. This is one of those ones where, they, they, and I mean this whole episode, this is something where I, when I first thought about it, I'm like, okay, well, can I find five people? And then I found like 80 and I'm like, how do I not mention this person? How do I not mention that person? And this is impossible. So Samuel L. Jackson's, <clears throat> he was right there. What is going to make my list just like so many other people, but yeah, no, he's, he's phenomenal. Uh, don't forget uh, Django and Shane. Don't forget mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> the, the hateful well, eight, hateful eight. I love hateful. Eight. Pretty much every Tarantino film he in, he's yeah. in, he, he does a fantastic <laughs> job, even if yeah. it's a very small role. Yeah. He is. He's in almost every single film that Tarantino has. Jackie Brown, he's fantastic in. So yeah, Glorious Bastards. He has one little spot of narration. That's yeah. like his whole thing. It's <laughs> awesome. It's, awesome. it's, it's so like one good. of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel D. Rowe Jackson. What would you guys say is your favorite? If you can only pick one, no honorable mentions. Favorite Samuel L. Jackson performance or group of performances. So if you wanted to say Nick Fury, you could say Nick Fury. But yeah, uh, I'd say Pulp Fiction for me. Pulp Fiction. For me, it's probably the Hateful Eight, and it's just because um, I, I think you finally get to see him as like the main character yeah. in a Tarantino yeah. film, not a, okay. a ancillary character, and he just absolutely steals it. And my friend Justin, who I do my Don't Be Crazy podcast, the movie podcast with, w- he watches Hateful Eight so much, and it's it's weird because it wasn't my favorite Tarantino film when I saw it, but I've seen it so much and Justin watches it now, like (laughs) on repeat sometimes. And we just quote it all the damn time. And so it's, it's just hilarious, but I think he's, he's phenomenal in that. And then he's in the Incredibles. Remember he's, he's Frozone. That's a great one too. (laughs) Where's my super suit? (laughs) So yeah, that's, that's a crazy one. I never even, I didn't even think about that too. Like, cause I Googled it earlier and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. He's 73. That's, that's insane. <laughs> and he's not done acting. He's going to keep going. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> why not? <laughs> but uh, yeah, very, very good choice there, Thomas. I, I dig well, thank it. Thank you. Eric, are you ready for your first one? I mean, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with my first one. It's a, it's a meaningful one to me. And that's Jeff Bridges. Uh, Jeff Bridges, 72 years old. And uh I, I don't know what that response was. Is that a was that a good oh or a oh? No, that was a oh, very I, good. I love I, I, I love Jeff Bridges. I, I'm just saying. I, I actually didn't realize he was that old, and he didn't show up on any of the things that when I was searching, like I didn't find him once, which is yeah. weird. Yeah, and and I want to mention that you know he's had some health problems lately, and you know we're we're, we're pulling for him because we're all big fans of Jeff Bridges. I mean, the, he was he gave us Tron. He's the dude. And he was a better Rooster Cogburn than old Duke Wayne himself. Mm. And that is holy crap high praise. I mean, yeah. the the Big Lebowski is, you know, it's one of if probably probably my overall favorite movie. Uh, we've talked about it before where uh, the dude has made such an influence on me. <laughs> I know on you, Tom. <laughs> I know how much you, we talked about it a lot. Um, it it might have been part of my life in some way. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Uh, but also True Grit when it came out a few years back and he was Rooster Cogburn, that is probably now my, f- my favorite Western. Is You're, not La Beef. <laughs> You're not LaBeef. You're not. Also, Matt Damon was phenomenal in that movie as well. And so was yeah. Haley Steinfeld. Uh, Jeff Bridges has an expansive, uh, 
was that Obadiah Stone in Iron Man, the first Iron Man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Incredible. Stain. Obadiah Stain. Obadiah Stain. Thank you. Obadiah Stain. He's got such a, a wide variety of uh, of roles that he's played, but he's, you know, he, he's, he's, he's the kind of guy that he, when he's in the cast, you got to see it. He's a, uh, he's, he's a comfort there and he's a phenomenal actor. And um, he's given us roles that, especially with the Coen brothers there, that, uh, He's just the, he's the man for his time and place. He fits right in there. She's not my special lady. She's my fucking lady friend. <laughs> Stay away from my <laughs> I'm special just lady her friend. Conceive. <laughs> I absolutely love Jeff Bridges. He's he's one of my favorites, and I didn't even realize that he was over seventy. Yeah. But that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, he's um, the Big Lebowski. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, and I, I quote it almost every goddamn day. And it's just it's 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 a, a near flawless film, in my opinion. But yeah, Jeff yeah. Bridges is, is beloved by many. I would recommend a book called The Dude and the Zen Master. It's a book by Bernie Glassman and Jeff Bridges, nice. where uh, the old uh, uh, Zen master himself, Bernie Glassman, uh, after seeing the Big Lebowski quite a bit and been told about Big Lebowski, he, he just decided to kind of hook up with Jeff Bridges and go hang out with him on his property, I think in Montana. And the whole book is just a series of conversations that they had over a long weekend, uh, talking about everything from the movie to making movies to life to philosophy to the 60s and New Age Enlightenment and everything. And it's just a phenomenal, phenomenal read. Um, Jeff Bridges is a one of a kind personality, man. So that's uh, I had to, I had to have him on my list. And out of all these people on here, I think he's he's the humble sort of man who. He say, "No, nah, go ahead and make me an honorable mention. <laughs> mention somebody else." But I, I, he's meant a lot to me personally, so I got to put him on my list. He was in Tron, also. Yeah, you man. About that. No, I mentioned he gave us Tron. What is okay? Then what is each of yours favorite Jeff Bridges performance? You can only pick one. <sighs> I know it's hard. <laughs> that's that's not that is not possible. It's uh, possible. I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to say Big Lebowski. I have yeah. no choice. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a dudist. <laughs> I'm a dudist priest. I have to yeah. go with. But I was married by a dudist priest. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I feel like if I ever meet Jeff Bridges in person, that he would be Jeff Lebowski. Like that. That's what he would he he would be. I mean, the thing is, he strikes me more like a Rooster Cogburn now. I like, but I think Rooster Cogburn is just is just uh, Jeffrey Lebowski in a different setting in the Old West. <laughs> yeah. So maybe a, maybe a little bit. I, yeah. I, I I think so. Where he has guns this time, and he says, "Fill your hand." So. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, uh, what a wonderful, wonderful movie. Yeah, I agree completely. Okay. Well, then, sir, Mr. Zach, the floor is yours. What is your first one? So my first one is an actor who uh, was in a lot of films that uh, I watched in my formative years and I didn't really even I mean, I recognized him, but I didn't really know who he was per se until I was a little bit older. But uh, he is one of the greatest actors of all time on many, many lists, and that is Jack Nicholson. Uh, he is, uh, let's see how old he is. I don't know all those. I don't do math. He was born in April on April 22nd, 1937. And, uh, I mean, he just was in some phenomenal films. You got, you know, Batman, Chinatown, The Departed, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, The Shining, Something's Gotta Give, like, about Schmidt, all these awesome films. And the dude just, he exemplifies cool he's always seen on the on the court side of the lakers you know his caricature has been made fun of in animaniacs uh the guy is just a living legend and it will be very sad when he passes but he's 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 quite a bit older so um yeah i I don't know if he's really acting anymore he might have retired but uh 
he still left his his hallmark or his uh, place mark on film history in just some of the greatest performances I've ever seen. He has won yeah. three Oscars too, I believe, all really? for for acting. Wow, that's something, man. Yeah, um, and if I were to pick a favorite Jack Nicholson role, it would have to be The Shining because it is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I just think that Jack Nicholson is incredible. Do you guys have anything to say about Mr. Nicholson? Oh, boy. I mean, his his Joker was pretty phenomenal. Uh, he is, he's, I mean, not really. Beyond, he's just the iconic guy he's i i don't know what to say about him really um but everything you said i just co-signed everything you say the the guy who's just the in, intrepid lakers fan who sits courtside i don't know why he's <laughs> just this, this permanent presence there but it's kind of cool i don't know it's kind of cool i agree with eric <laughs> okay. And okay yeah ba- i'd go with batman I like his joke. So guess how many times he's been nominated for either actor in a leading role or supporting role. I'm going to go with 11. Just I'm going to go with seven. Uh, Tom was close. It's 12 since 1970 and he's won three times. That's uh, pretty impressive. Yeah, but he hasn't been in much after that about Schmidt. He was in a few different movies after that, but like the departed most notably. Um, I'm surprised he wasn't nominated for that, but that year is probably stacked. So uh, the Academy Awards are what they are. Take that for with a grain of salt. But still, he was phenomenal or he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Uh, What was the I can't remember what was he was a writer and uh, and woman asked him, how do you write women so well? I I write a man and then I take away reason and accountability. (laughs) (laughs) Is that something's got to give? Yeah, I think that's the one. Okay. yeah, I think it's with Helen Hunt. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Oh, Maybe no, just that's an asshole. And I just remember that line. Yeah. Oh, that's um, as good as it gets. That's what that oh, is. Oh, that. OK. Yeah. Yes. With with Helen Hunt. Yes, you're right. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty dope line, but it's not good, kids. It's, um, it's not it's not good. It's bad. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Cool. All right, Thomas, we're back to you. Uh, so my next one was, I was going between two different people who are basically in the same genre. Um, and I decided to go with, uh, Sylvester Stallone, who is 75 years old and still Mm -hmm. so much stronger than me. It's crazy how many more muscles he has than me. Um, I went with him because the other actor, just in case he's on one of your lists, just doesn't do any acting as much anymore. But Sylvester Stallone's still going at it. Apparently, like from the teaser, he's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 also. Like wow. he's coming back. He's He did Creed and Creed 2. And Sylvester Stallone is a surprising... Uh, it was weird because I got introduced to Sylvester Stallone with like Demolition Man or uh, what's the other one? <laughs> Judge Dredd oh, and all those movies that weren't quite good, but it was like action stuff. And then I saw Rocky and I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> this is like a good like Sylvester Stallone does good movies like he's good at this. And then finding out that he wrote Rocky and wouldn't do it unless he could play Rocky. Like he wasn't going to have somebody else playing his character. And he's shown that he's actually a lot smarter than Rocky, which I always thought he was just a meathead until I read up later in life on him. Like it was just like, I thought he was just an action star and like this dumb guy. 
And it turns out Sylvester Stallone, super duper smart, smarter than me. That's not hard though. Um, but yeah, uh, he, he would film by action stars who probably would break their hip now. Um, and could also beat me in a fight. Looks can be deceiving, Tom. Just keep mm-hmm. that in mind. I'm really a yeah. genius, even though I look like this meathead. So you <laughs> just like kidding. Meathead. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's a very good choice. Uh, mm-hmm. Stallone was, he really showed his acting chops. I mean, Rocky, yeah, he, he was good in for the most part. But the reason that movie won was just because it was something different. It showed us that a sports movie could be a, a drama. And yeah. I mean, it's it. There's not even that much boxing in that movie. It's more just about the relationships around and and the true underdog story. But yeah, I always always tell my wife that it's actually a love story. It's not a boxing movie. It's it's a love story. Like the boxing is just kind of like background stuff. It's all about this love story that's been going on the whole time. It was only until uh, Creed where you actually saw his acting performance. And Creed is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's funny because it's actually like my favorite Rocky film. And it's not even about Rocky, (laughs) but it's it's I've seen Creed. I I kid you not, probably like 35 times. I I love that film. And the scene when he doesn't spoiler for a six year old movie, seven year old movie, when he doesn't want to um, uh, fight cancer, when he's like, come on, we're going to fight this. Uh, Adonis is like, we're going to fight this. And he's like, no, I've seen that battle. And he's like, if I could do everything, everything I have, put it in a box and uh, give it you know, for one more day with my wife, I would do that. I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> he's, oh, wow. uh, he's fantastic. The guy's a, a great actor in, in, in this. And yeah, that's a good choice, Tom. Uh, yeah. I and agree. Rocky is great with speeches. Uh, whenever my wife has to go in for an exam, cause she's going to be an architect sometime in the near future. Yeah. Uh, I always play her the Rocky speech to his son from Rocky Balboa mm-hmm. about how <laughs> you mean to, like, this is us <laughs> about how life hits hard. Like nothing hits harder than life. And I play that for her every time because she's always like self-conscious about it. And and it's just like, no, you got to hit back. You yeah. got to hit back at life. And it's oh. about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That's what oh. winners do. Gives me chills <laughs> even hearing you say it. Oh, <laughs> we joke I have my about heater the, on me, so I don't got chills. Yeah, <laughs> We joke about the accent, but first of all, that was a great speech. Second of all, mm-hmm. it was true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sly Stone, what a great choice. Sly guy. Favorite okay, favorite Sylvester Sloan movie. You can only pick one. Tom. Rambo. Uh Rocky Two. Wait, are you saying Rambo Two or, or or First Blood? Rambo number one is the the be- one of the very best movies of all time. So I'm confused though. What I'm saying is first blood. Are you talking about the one where he's yes, yes, walking Rambo, through watching? First okay. Blood. Yes, there we yeah. go. Perfect. <laughs> I agree that one deals with I wasn't in the military, but how it deals with the PTSD and everything. It's just like, it's insane. And how we treated our soldiers coming home from Vietnam. It's just like, get the hell out of here. You drifter. It's like, dude, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a great film. It hits hard. It's a, uh, it's personally, it's hard. They drew I get blood. it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Sly Stone. That's, that's going to be tough to beat. I'll see what I can do about that. I'll uh, see your Sylvester Stallone and I will raise you one Clint Eastwood. Ooh. Age 91. He's 91 years old. Man, he's old. Our boy's been around for a bit. Uh, yeah, Dirty Harry, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, The Outlaw, Josie Wales. I saw something earlier today uh, where a commenter who was talking about how The Outlaw, Josie Wales was like the best movie from a Confederate uh, Confederate viewpoint because it actually it kind of humanized um, without 
humanized a little bit without uh, espousing any other beliefs or romanticizing what they were. Uh, it's a, it's a really fun, really not fun, but really good movie. Uh, Grant Torino, another one. One of my favorite personal favorites is Heartbreak Ridge. A lot of people don't know about Heartbreak Ridge, but it was a fantastic movie in the eighties. Uh, Clint Eastwood has been doing this for a long time. He's been on uh, uh, the unforgiven unforgiven is phenomenal. Fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I was going to mention another 91 year old, his counterpart in there. Uh, I don't know if you were going to mention him or not. I'll just keep now. I'll just say, well, Gene Hackman. <laughs> Gene Hackman, Gene Hackman, 91. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I'm not going to mention him. So I don't know if anybody else is, so we can yeah, talk about him too. Cause he, yeah. he's also great. He, he retired from acting, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, unforgiven fan freaking tastic. And yeah. yeah, William money. I mean, Clint Eastwood is just, I, I feel it's weird. Cause he, you know, he's, he's all about the spaghetti Westerns, the Sergio, Sergio Leone films back in the seventies sure. and sixties, seventies. And then he progressed from there and he was in other roles. And then he started getting behind the camera and directing. And that's honestly, in my opinion, where he shines the most is his directorial skills. Uh, Million Dollar yeah. Baby was one of them. He did Gran Torino. Uh, I think he did Bridges of Madison County, which which was good. Unforgiven, I believe he also directed. So the, the guy the guy knows how to direct. He knows and, film, um, man. This mi- guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> say whatever you want about his politics. The son of a bitch knows story structure. Yeah, no, he's he's it, it, it's it's fascinating. Uh, Mystic River. That was another yeah. good one, too. Uh, what else was did he do? Let's see. Oh, my God. Uh, American what Sniper. We uh, Bridges of Medicine County. Escape that, from Alcatraz. Yeah. Richard Jewell. Uh, I actually Hale, really like Hale Ryder. Hang him mm-hmm. high. Um, oh, I'm going to be I'm going to cry myself to sleep if I don't remember the letters from Iwo Jima. We talked about Invictus. He, mm-hmm. he did that one. Um, I'll come back to it in just a second if you want to keep talking a little bit more about so, it. But uh, uh, yeah. real quick, I'll mention you mentioned the uh, Sergio Leone, well, spaghetti westerns, and all that stuff. Uh, soundtrack Ennio Morricone also did Hateful yep. Eight. Yep, absolutely, and that was his first Oscar he ever won at the age of like ninety-one or whatever. And he, wow. he passed away, I think, uh, later that year or a year after. But uh, Morricone also was uh, responsible for one of my favorite movies of all time, The Thing from John Carpenter. He did the whole score to that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's funny that we can play this whole six degrees of separation thing between all yeah. these, all these actors. Cause it's, they're just like the old school style guys. Sure, man. Um, uh, it was yeah. fistful of dollars. I was thinking that's of. a good one too. That's yeah. part of the, that's part of the, the good, the bad, the ugly trilogy, I think. Right. Yeah. Or Josie Wales or something like that. It, it's in that same, yeah. uh, Josie Wales, I think. Yeah. Fistful of so. dollars. So uh, really, really I, good I, choice. I, I've got a fun fact. Give I've me never a fun seen fact. one of his westerns. Like I've never seen any of them. Like Bro. I know. I just I know. They're on HBO Max if you have HBO yeah. Max. There's quite a few of them, so I you sure should definitely do. check some of them out because that whole spaghetti western genre was such a fascinating era in cinema and Blazing Saddles did a fantastic job of of uh making it satirical. <laughs> so, um not only is it hilarious, but it's pretty spot on for the whole, you know, manifest destiny and everything that the the uh western genre encompassed all the racism and everything so yeah <laughs> but they are they are quite a spectacle to watch what would you say is your favorite clint eastwood film boys <sighs> i have to go the good the bad and the ugly i just have to that's a good one probably gran torino for me since i've oh. never seen any of his westerns <laughs> he was also in in the line of fire and uh, a couple other of those movies oh yeah oh, remember that that was awesome <laughs> um yeah, although pretty- i do 
I do rewatch Heartbreak Ridge more than I see Grant uh, Good, Bad, and the Ugly. But I like, I like when he punches out that big buff guy in the in like the barracks. Heartbreak Ridge, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's talking shit. Well, and, and, then he, <laughs> and then he doesn't send him back to the brig. He just says negative. You're gonna be start being a marine right now. Fall yeah. out. <laughs> That's awesome. I would probably say Unforgiven. It's it's his his best role in my opinion. And, and it's, it's a microcosm for his career in Western or basically a nice ending bookmark to his career in Western uh, film yeah. where it completely subverses the viewer for how, the ideas of, of what made a, a, a Western film and uh, utterly beautiful, very like mundane, but just in melancholy, but so cool. So yeah, I would say that good choice. Clint Eastwood. Thank well, you. Okay, so then here's my second one, and I thought you were going to say this because actually, uh, continuing on from Unforgiven, Morgan Freeman, who was also mm. in there, Morgan sure. Freeman, which is crazy because you got Morgan Freeman, Gene Hackman, and Clint Eastwood in one film, dude. That's domination. Incredible. That's domination. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, impossible. That's like the Miami Heat when they had LeBron, Wade, yeah. and and Bosh, and you that's know, that's Murderers Row. Yeah, or the Celtics when they had the big three. So yeah. just uh, just dominating right up there, but. Basically, Morgan Freeman, he was born in uh, he was born June 1st, 1937 in Memphis, Tennessee. He was in some of my favorite roles uh, were the movie Seven, Unforgiven, obviously, Lean on Me. If you haven't seen that, it's fantastic. And then one of my favorite and it's in my top five, but The Shawshank Redemption. I think mm-hmm. The Shawshank Redemption is actually the best film of all time. Wow. In my in my humble opinion, in, in like my own personal opinion, I think the Lord of the Rings trilogy is. But it won't really ever get to that point. The only thing that I think can overtake Citizen Kane is the Shawshank Redemption. It is a perfect film. It is one of those films that you can play and you can watch at any moment of any time and just be so encapsulated by it. The score, the writing, the set design, the acting, the story, everything about it is is, is just so wonderful and beautiful and it is a perfect freaking film. So... Morgan Freeman is a big reason why that movie is so good. And every time I say Zia Watanejo, I always say, try to say it in his voice. And then I say, and that was the day that ended Dufresne escape from Shawshank. <laughs> so it's, it's just I'm, a, just a bullshit made up word. So yeah. fellows like yourself and fancy. Suits. Oh God. I love that <laughs> rehabilitation. Um, he, he had one of the most iconic voices of all time, too. I mean, any time that we hear things like he, Morgan Freeman is God, basically, <laughs> like he is the voice of what I think God will be. And so and they did that in Bruce Almighty, but he has the most recognizable voice. And it's just so great to hear him on anything. South Park did a really good uh, spoof of him when, when they uh, when they had him reading Butter's book. That was pretty funny. <laughs> um yeah, it was it was pretty cool. He actually started acting when he was almost 40. So he, he started acting in 1971 ish uh, on the TV show, The Electric Company. And then from there, he yeah, kind of yeah. progressed a little more. I think it, it's, it's important to note that he didn't find significant like big time success, commercial success as like a big screen, big time actor guy until he was like 52. It really wasn't yeah. until 89 when he was in Glory and Driving Miss Daisy and um, lean on me that mm-hmm. he really he became who, who we know today as Morgan Freeman right. that guy and that's that's what led him to um, Shawshank after that too like he, yeah. well, he's an unforgiven after that he was in Robin Hood too forgot about that but that's yeah. kind of what led to Shawshank and and having having that that um, that power but yeah it was it's so interesting just didn't start working until his, his later life I mean yeah he was doing earlier stuff and stuff it's just he, you know it took a little bit to kind of catch on. And that's, and that's really something important that not everybody 
you know, hits like right away and gets this immediate whatever. He's still he's still this Titanic figure now that it's impossible to imagine Hollywood without him. Mm-hmm. But he's eighty four years old, so so he's also on my list. And yeah. you guys, you guys said a lot. So all I'm gonna say is he made penguins interesting. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, From like that's crazy. Penguins? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. That was some interesting shit. Like watching penguin. Oh, I haven't been that excited since Happy Feet. <laughs> yeah, Happy also Feet. Not penguins. Penguins. I remember the top I mean, guy saying penguins. Yeah, no, I remember Happy Feet. I, 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 I didn't watch it, but hello, Dead Air. What? It's directed by uh, what's his name? <laughs> who directed? Uh, yeah, George Miller. Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, yeah. George Miller. It's um, love, he also did Babe, the movie Babe. <laughs> Babe Pig in the City. Yeah, I think he did the first one though too. He did the first and the second one. <laughs> it's just so weird. <laughs> That's the weirdest. Mad Max Pig in the City. <laughs> yeah. So Morgan Freeman. Okay, so you have him on your list. But um, all right, mm-hmm. Tom, what would be your favorite Morgan Freeman role then? Uh, seven. Ooh, I, I do seven. like him seven in Seven. So good. That's a really good movie. Oh. Eric, what about you? Uh, okay, again, this is impossible. So I'm going to say Glory. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to say Glory. I haven't seen Glory since like middle school when we had to watch it for history class. But It's a good movie. Yeah, it's long. <laughs> I remember some... <laughs> This was the fir- one of the first times I got really pissed off by someone's ignorance of history where um, some gal in the class when we watched it, she's like, why do they make a movie where they die at the end? Like, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I hate you, but I just, you know, whatever. because they did. <laughs> yeah, because it's, you it- suck. You're st- that was the first time that somebody else's stupidity physically caused me pain. <laughs> so I will remember it forever. <laughs> it's like on the movie Basketball, whenever Jenny McCarthy says something and the owner has like a look on his face where he goes, oh, oh. she goes, did I just fart? <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. Glory, 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 hallelujah. Mine is clearly Shawshank Redemption. That movie is so good and he is so good in it. And um, yeah, it's it's just hard to argue with Morgan Freeman. He's everyone's favorite uh, godlike figure. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he should be in a Marvel movie. He should be God in a Marvel movie. <laughs> so, Eric, uh, Tom had his third as Morgan Freeman. So let's jump to your third. All right. Well, I was thinking about Morgan Freeman, obviously. But, you know, I've got so many to go with here that I could just sort of shift gears a little bit. I'm going to go with I had to choose one of the captains. And either one of them could have made the list. But I'm going with Patrick Stewart. I'm going with Picard. I had to choose Picard. 81 years old, Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart is 81 years old. Wow. And he's done a lot of things. I mean, he was, you know, obviously Professor X in in X-Men. He was most famously Picard from Star Trek Next Generation. Um, But he did. He's done so many, so many plays. Shakespeare's where he made his bones on the stage. He's an old Shakespearean actor. He is a legend in the stage. And he's... He is, I can't speak highly enough of Patrick Stewart when, and this is very personally emotional for me, when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl <laughs> was was when he was on the stage with uh, Sir Ian McKellen. And uh, I, I still have a picture saved of Patrick Stewart doing a one-arm push-up in a Seahawks jersey. Uh, it means a lot to me, personally. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's I'll, awesome. I'll, I'll see if I could find it and, sh- and send you. A, it, it's on Google. You can look it up. 
But yeah, he, uh, man, I, just going through his IMDb, he's been in so many different things. It'll, it'll never be his most important role was uh, Picard, obviously. But yeah. he, he's one of those instantly, instantaneously recognizable figures. Um, and and uh, his voice also is iconic, really. He's mm-hmm. got that voice unmatched. And uh, I, I felt that he personally, he deserved a mention on here. So what about, what about, what do you think of Patrick Stewart? Logan. Yeah. I hate Patrick Stewart. So Tom doesn't like nice people. things though. So that's why. No, he's great. Um, <laughs> well, and he's one of those actors who's looked the same since like 1992. Like yeah. he still okay, looks exactly as he did. And I like when my actors keep looking the same. I don't want Whoa. any differences. <laughs> Change isn't going to do me good. Tom no, <laughs> it's the worst. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, Patrick Stewart's great. Um, again, yeah, iconic voice. I didn't even think about that. I wasn't a Star Trek fan, so I don't really have the same resonation that you do. Um, or uh, yeah, it doesn't resonate as well. But I remember actually, I used to watch The Simpsons growing up, and Star Trek would always come on after that. And I was like, nope, got to change it because it just was too gross for me and weird. I didn't get it. So I like immediately changed it. But he's um, yeah, he's iconic. I personally liked him in the movie Logan and as Professor X because he's my yeah. Professor X. But Star Trek is where he really just made it, you know, for everybody. So I would say that my favorite version of him is him in American Dad. The yeah. TV show like the character that he plays in there that just doesn't feel like Patrick Stewart at all. It seems like a gross, gross old man. And, <laughs> and he seems like he's so, he seems so decent. And then that character is like him. If, if he was just flipped to being just a gross person. <laughs> and this machine that turns water into cocaine, I will take it in my nose right off my face. <laughs> I always see like the videos of him outside of acting and stuff where he'll like adopt a dog or, whatever and he just seems like such a nice guy and i also love the fact that him and ian mckellen are like best friends and i love seeing the pictures of them doing things together it is amazing it's magneto and (laughs) professor x or gandalf and picard and i absolutely (laughs) love it yeah i i would mention that uh the picture i was telling you about this was when they were buddy buddies and their their bromance that become famous um i'd mentioned that i saw a clip where I don't know what show they were on or what event they were at where they were being quizzed of their knowledge of each other. And they got a couple of things, right? They got most things wrong, <laughs> but what was important the important takeaway there is like, it's not about, you know, the trivia that you know about a person. It's how they make you feel. That's how they're important to you. How they make you feel about you, how they make you feel about life. That's how they have an impact. That's, that's your friend. You know, mm-hmm. it's not the trivia. The trivia is just the trivia. So exactly. Yeah. Trivia is trivial. Well, that's yeah. that's also accurate. That's it's very, it's very childish. That's, that's well <laughs> wow, poignant, Ooh, poignant. I felt good with that one. There you <laughs> go. Very good. All right, Zach. So for my third one, uh, Bobby D. Robert De Niro. He mm-hmm. is one of the greatest actors of all time. He's in some of my favorite films of all time, and it's weird because. We did. We've done a lot of gangster films for my podcast. Um, I shouldn't say a lot, but more in the, in the past year than I care to admit that I've seen. And when I rewatched all these um, or watched them for the first time, I was blown away. And 
Robert De Niro is just fantastic. But I mean, I'm talking Raging Bull. We didn't do that one, but I'm talking Raging Bull, The Godfather Part Two, Goodfellas, Casino, Heat. I mean, uh, Cape Fear, to name a few. He was born August 17th, 1943 in New York. He basically owns Tribeca. He owns like the Tribeca Film Festival. The dude, uh, the dude's real, a real good actor. He has two Academy Awards. Um, I absolutely love him probably the most in The Godfather Part Two. And if no one's seen that, you're crazy because it's one of the greatest films ever made <laughs> as well. It yeah. is utterly beautiful and brilliant. And you can put it on start to finish and nothing will ever beat like that rooftop scene. Uh, it's just it's so goddamn good. And yeah, he's it is one of the few times in cinema history where the sequel probably was better than the 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 first movie yeah. and that that's really saying something because the first movie itself is iconic it's pretty pretty goddamn good i don't think i don't even think there's a probably about it i the godfather 2 is better than the godfather 1 but you're also talking about a like a a 1 and a 1a or 1a 1b sort of thing uh, the godfather is is a goddamn classic but godfather yeah. 2 is it just ramps it up it's it's so goddamn good <laughs> it's so good it's so quotable but robert de niro yeah He's a, he's great. And even in some of his funny movies, he, he didn't do too bad. Um, I love when people do Im- impressions of him. Paul Rudd does a really good one in knocked up. And he's like, these shoes yeah. talking about these shoes. And I, I, I'm a horrible <laughs> Robert De Niro, but, but no, yeah, it's great. it was Keep doing it. Keep it up. Yeah. So, um, and he's been in, he, he's been in some movies. I mean, the Fockers movies, it was so great. Mm. You know, <laughs> I always say that I'm like, I have nipples, Greg, can you milk me? So, <laughs> well, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, do you do you guys have anything to say about Bobby D? Well, I, I'm going to jump in here because not because he's on my list, but I've said this before on the podcast. I don't know if it was before or after Eric came on, but I've never seen any of the Godfather movies. <gasps> Thomas, <laughs> you already knew this, but you get shocked every time I say it. <laughs> I think because I try to like. I, I like block it out of my brain. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a joke. This is a joke. He's, he's just saying this for shock and awe. And then I just go, it goes away. I want to forget nope. it. Cause it's so atrocious that you don't know or that you yeah, haven't seen I, the Godfather. And I haven't seen it since I said last time that oh I haven't my seen God. it. Like, Thomas, I, I just, will give you my, my voodoo account and you can log into it and, it. it and you can watch HBO it. It's on HBO Max. I think like it's on is some it? sort of streaming. It's on one of them. <laughs> I know it is. Cause I've seen it there and I go past it and I'm like, nah, not today. Thomas, you are missing out. It is, it's it's so goddamn good. I don't even know how to, how to explain. <laughs> I'm it. aware. I've heard it from everyone who's told me that. But I watch I a just... lot of film, Tom, and and we did it for our <laughs> podcast. And so I had the three pack on DVD back when I was about seventeen, maybe sixteen. So I watched it once, all the way through, all three of them. I didn't remember a single. Th- I mean, I remembered things about them, but I didn't remember a single thing about the third movie. I didn't remember much about the first i remembered things about the second but it had been uh 17 years since i'd seen it and so i rewatched it for our podcast and i when i was watching the second one i just was like oh my god even the first one i'm like this is so good (laughs) and like i knew it was good but but i can usually weed out uh things that that are just good because of reputation like the big lebowski is just like that too like the reputation is is it exceeds it right and uh in this case no it doesn't because the big lebowski is incredible and it's so funny and i laugh at every single thing with the godfather part two 
I was just like, I can't believe how good this is. It's like when you you eat a really good piece of food. I, I was going to say steak, but not steak, but a piece of food. <laughs> and you're like, why is this so good? <laughs> so I can't believe you haven't seen it, Thomas. That's crazy, man. But I would okay. say Casino is my favorite performance. That's a really that's a really that. good movie. And he's, <laughs> that's he's a strong choice, too. That's, that's a fantastic. He's, and he's not even really the bad guy in that movie. Goodfellas. No. That's another fantastic one, too. Heat. Come on, Heat. I've, it's one of the I've best seen heist all films those. of all time. It's so good. <laughs> just for some reason, Godfather is just like, nope. Oh, man. Tom, you lost all credibility. <laughs> all never had it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> all right. Well, well, there, Godfather list person, person who doesn't like film. Give us your give us your fourth, because I'm sure it's going to be great. <laughs> it should be great because it is Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. Steve Martin is 76 year old man who is still going strong because uh, he just had a show called uh, only murders in the building, um, which is mine and my wife's one of our favorite shows. It's great. Him, Martin short, Selena Gomez is there doing her thing. And I love that Steve Martin back in like the seventies and eighties was like this goofy guy. Who's like, I'll do anything for a laugh. And he made this transition where now he's like a grumpy old man, but still super funny. (laughs) Um, Which is my dream in life is to just make that switch over. I think I'm going grumpy a little too early though. That's not a big deal. But I, I remember reading something about Steve Martin where like he would hate doing his stand-up act because he hated doing the same thing every night. And he would just like go and do his zany thing on stage. And he would just be so just like sad coming off a of stage and just so like, ugh, I gotta do this every night. And then he just decided to not do it anymore because he was like, I don't like this. Yeah. Um but yeah, That's he's fair. been in tons of great things. Uh, the Jerk. He's been in... I'm trying to just think of things off the top of my head. You guys go ahead and throw some out because for some reason... I'm Father of the Bride. Cheaper oh, by Father the Dozen. Oh, Father of the Bride. That's, the that's my wife's like, favorite Come on, you have him on Cyrano. You have him on Cyrano, yeah. My wife's favorite Sergeant movies Bilko. are the Father of the Bride <laughs> movies. She loves Dude, those Dude, you so got him much. on your list and you don't even know his movies, Mr. Godfather Plays, Man. trains, and automobiles. <laughs> that's a, that might be my favorite role yes. of his. That's so actually... wipe that fucking smile off your fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, it's Every so funny. I watch it. Yeah, yeah LA story. Have, have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Oh man, <laughs> Steve Martin. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I mean, I didn't even. Re- he's always had the white hair, so it just felt like he's been so old forever. <laughs> so. That's the thing is he he looks like he did when he was on Saturday Night Live in the seventies. Like he's mm-hmm. the same looking guy. Keep it the same, like I said before. I want my guys looking the same. Have you seen Bowfinger? Yes, I've seen Bowfinger. <laughs> Chubby Brain. <laughs> Bowfinger's I've so prob- funny. <laughs> I've probably seen Bowfinger like three or four times, and I've never seen Godfather. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I've seen Sergeant Bilko like five times, because that was always on Stars, and that movie's hilarious. Mm-hmm. He's like, Doberman, the son I never wanted. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, that's... um. That's a good choice, man. I Parenthood, that's another really good one, too. Yes, we were just talking is. about it on the podcast. Uh, but yes, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, too. He was in the the original one. The original. With, uh, John yeah. Cleese, I believe. Wow. So, um, yeah. But what's... Uh, or Michael Caine is in it. So. Uh, Eric, do you have any history with Steve Martin? Like, What, what would you say is your favorite Steve Martin role? Uh, 
Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is definitely my favorite, but I think the first one that really kind of uh, that I remember is the Cyrano. I think it's what it's called, Cyrano, right? I think it's Roxanne. It's called Roxanne. Yeah, Ro- it's called Roxanne, Roxanne yeah. but he's, yeah, he he's, plays the role. He plays Cyrano with the big nose. Right. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of an interesting take on it, but yes, I agree. Sure, I don't know why that's where my brain goes, but that's where my brain goes. I don't know. Because it's probably the, the thing that you remembered is that cognitive uh, point of your life that you mm-hmm. that you can recall, you know, when you saw Steve Martin for the first time. Sure, sure. Thinking of his big old nose. But um, yeah, what's your fourth one, Eric? Uh, it's <laughs> there's so many that it's like, oh, it's criminal. We haven't talked about him yet. <laughs> no, it really is criminal. We haven't discussed Meryl Streep, age 72. Yeah, Meryl Streep, uh, the goat. And there's such a funny little thing about that here. Just a second. Have you seen Don't Look Up yet? No, it's on yes. my list and I really want to see it, but uh, I've let, heard, let I've heard awesome something. things about it. Let me tell you <clears> something. <throat> I don't care what your plans were for the rest of the evening and I don't care what time you have to get up in the morning. I need you to stop what you're doing. <laughs> All right, podcast is over. Film. Yeah. <laughs> Done. When it's over, watch it. It's, no, it's really good. It's such a wonderful social commentary and she's brilliant in it. And everybody in that movie is brilliant. It's so wonderfully wit- written and and acted and just it's it's touching and scary of how real and anyway (laughs) the reason i bring it up is because it is the most recent and both jennifer lawrence and um and uh jonah hill jonah hill tell the story (laughs) they both tell this story where meryl streep was confused that they were they were calling her the goat Jonah Hill kept saying, oh, yeah, she's the goat. She's the goat. And <laughs> she just kind of like, oh, yeah, you just tell the old goat where to go and all that. And she didn't know that goat stood for greatest of all time. So they're just <laughs> mortified that they're thinking that Meryl Streep, who, by the way, was totally cool with it all along, that they were just calling her a goat. <laughs> <laughs> no, you blessed, wonderful woman. No, they would never disrespect. You. Come on. No, no, no. They were. So I'm sure they were, must have been, especially Joan Hill, must have been mortified at least a little bit <laughs> to think that she thought that. No, anyway, it's it's just one charming little anecdote about Meryl Streep. She's been in so Sophie's Choice, Deer Hunter, Kramer vs. Kramer, uh, Out of Africa, Bridges of Madison County. Mike, the list goes on. Um, she was Margaret Thatcher in The Iron Lady, yeah. which was a really good, uh, really good movie um, about a controversial figure, but. Uh, she has she's you know she's been awarded the presidential medal of freedom she's just got everything of the hardware across everywhere and she's earned it she is the goat she is the greatest meryl streep she's 72 um hopefully she's around for quite a long while because she's still got so much left in her uh and uh like i said man uh, anybody who's listening to this who hasn't seen don't look up my goodness go watch that immediately it's so brilliant it is it's it's already my favorite movie of the year. <laughs> hmm. It's pretty great. It's it's very very good. Very well written. Very very well acted. It was beautiful. So anyway, Meryl Streep. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on Meryl Streep? Yeah, uh, love her. Sophie's Choice. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so there's a reason why she's nominated pretty much every freaking time that she's in a movie. It's because she's she's one of the greatest actors of all time. And. Yeah. And uh, I completely spaced on her for my list, honestly, because I was 
it's just going down a list of how many amazing actors there were. It's just like, holy shit. And obviously it's more of a male dominated list because they were just different times where females weren't given as, as much of an opportunity in the entertainment business as, as men. That's not to say that they weren't uh, as good, if not better um, because they're, because Meryl Streep could probably blow any of our actors out of the water. Like she's just so goddamn good. And so I'm trying to think of my favorite performance of her. I really do like her in the devil wears Prada. That was a, She's evil. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's yeah. I was scared. <laughs> I don't like her and I don't like I don't ever want a boss like that, but she just does a good job. I don't even know how to describe it. So, yeah, she's that's a good choice, man. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Well, I'm glad that I brought that up. Uh yeah, so Don't Look Up is my new favorite with her in it, but uh before then Honestly, probably the Iron Lady because she really humanized Margaret Thatcher, who mm-hmm. is, you know, she's she's kind of a controversial figure for a lot of reasons, good and mm-hmm. right and wrong, good, bad, and different. But she was like the first female prime minister in you know British history, and that's something that doesn't get talked about very much. And it should, right? it should get talked about quite a bit. Uh, politics aside, that is quite an achievement. She must, she was a hell of a woman, and Meryl Streep too is a hell of a woman. Yeah, there we go. Hell of a woman. Uh, I would say that my favorite performance is Death Becomes Her. I love that movie. That's just a great comedy movie right there for me. I, I don't think I I've don't seen know. it. Uh, it's it's her, uh, Goldie Hawn, and Bruce Willis. Wow. And they take like a, a serum that keeps them from aging. It also keeps them from dying. And mm. It's just fun times, especially when somebody gets a, a shotgun blast through them, but they don't die. <laughs> She was also great in the post opposite Tom Hanks. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's another, that that's another must watch movie. If you haven't seen it, Tom doesn't watch movies. Remember that? I don't. Anything based in history is, is right up my alley. It, I just, anything that actually happened based on a true story. Well, just, well, well, the Godfather actually happened. That was, that was real. Yeah. That was, that, that was, was a, a documentary. full documentary of the mafia. And that makes, that brings me to my fourth choice. The other counterpart to Robert De Niro in the Godfather two. And the other, the only constant in every Godfather film was Al Pacino. Boom. The, the man is. is a legend. Yep. He has been in some of the greatest films of all time to, to see him in the Irishman with alongside Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci was such a delight. And that movie is like a culmination of what Scorsese has done throughout his career. And while it was a long and sometimes boring uh, movie at moments, it was terrifying. And it, it, it had this lasting effect on me when I kind of ended it, you know, and I, I was kind of thinking it is what it is, is what Joe Pesci says. And it's just so weird. And I love it. But Al Pacino, man, yeah, Any Given Sunday. Uh, what are the other movies that I wrote down for him? Uh, the Godfather Part 1 and 2, Scarface. There it is. Scent Scarface. of a Woman, Dog yeah. Day Afternoon. I mean, Ooh, the guy wow. the guy is just so good, right? Um, Heat, he was also in Heat. And you got your head so far up it. So, <laughs> yeah, she's got a great ass. Any Given Sunday. Yeah, that's Scent of that a one woman. Too. That's, like, oh, okay. that's one of my favorite performances of him, too, though. But uh, for my favorite performance of Al Pacino, it's easily The Godfather Part 2. Um, yeah. I knew it was you. Sort of thing. And then, um, but he was born in uh, in 1940, April 25th, 1940, from Manhattan. So both, both him and Bobby D are New York guys, which is pretty awesome. And they feed off each other. He has one Academy Award win. Uh, I love well, Al Pacino, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like, well, only one. It's like winning the Super Bowl. It's really hard. You got a lot of competition. Look at who we're talking about on this list. Look, look what we haven't mentioned yet. And so, 
like Hall of Famers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Like> great. <laughs> so many wonderful people we haven't even mentioned yet. And I'm going to try to get them in there. But yeah, he's wonderful. Uh, Scarface is iconic, but I remember him mostly from Godfather. That was my first uh, introduction to him. No. Yeah. Uh, as somebody who has never seen Godfather, <laughs> mine would probably be, I like him in The Devil's Advocate. Yes. I good, like that when he's good. at his most Pacino. It's kind of like with, with Nick Cage. I like when Nick Cage is, is at his most crazy and just going insane. And I, I love his performance as the devil. Yeah. I, I wish more people were the devil. Yeah, with Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Who surprisingly does a lot of acting with the devil because he's also got Constantine, which is another uh, Lucifer. Yeah. Uh, that's great. I can't mm-hmm. remember the actor's name. but Who yeah. played Lucifer in that movie? And yeah. Constantine. Uh, he, yeah, well, Peter, he was also in Peter, Peter Stormare. Peter Stormare. Yeah. I, call, yeah, I, call also... him, I call him Russian Space Station because he's <laughs> yeah. in uh, Armageddon. Exactly. <laughs> and in and, and, uh, and, uh, Big Lebowski. Like, yeah. Hey, we'll cut off your yeah. Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Cut off your Johnson. <laughs> tomorrow we'll come back and cut off your Johnson. Oh, you're a smooth smoothie, aren't you? You're a real smooth smoothie. <laughs> He's oh, he's great. He's he's one yeah. of the best of that guy actors where you're like, oh, my God, I know him. But yeah, Peter Stormare is freaking fantastic. In Constantine, he was a great Lucifer. He was so dripping his, with evil. His white, his white suit. It was gross. Was just <laughs> dripping. evil. Yeah, I know, oh, man. Um, OK, <laughs> Thomas, give us your fifth and final. OK. Christopher Walken. <laughs> OK, it's Christopher Walken. Guys. Christopher Walken. Uh, yeah. Well, Everybody yeah, do their impression. Christopher, Christopher Walken. I can't do a Christopher Walken impression. You know, I, I was thinking, I was asking him as you honorable mention, <laughs> but I chose to as well to, to leave him on. I knew you someone would probably you, talk about him. You're leaning heavy into like it Russian, like Bobcat Goldwith for <laughs> yeah, a second. Little, yeah, whatever. You're like, it's I, like I, <laughs> but that's the thing I, is, I, it's hard I'm it's like, idiot. I'm talk, he's I talking think, to me all wrong it's I, I i can't do it i feel like there's no one who like talks tried, like asshole. christopher walken like i've never seen another person in the world talk no. the way that he does and it's just so it's it, it intrigues you whenever you listen to christopher walken talk because he has those pauses where you're like waiting and just like what's the oh, 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 what's the next syllable? Oh, he's gonna Sh- say it Shatner's eventually. Probably, Shatner's has, probably the closest one. Yeah, yeah. It's been five minutes and he hasn't hit that next syllable yet. Yeah. Oh, but Christopher Walken's you know Pulp Fiction. He's in uh, Seven Psychopaths. I I love a lot. Um, Deer Hunter. Like he's in all sorts of crazy great movies. Sure. And it's just uh, my favorite performance by him is him dancing in the Fat Boy Slim uh, <laughs> music Weapon video. Of choice. Yeah. Because that's when I found out that he's like a trained tap dancer and yeah. just like is like a dancer. Like it's just like things you don't know about these people. And uh, I like him yeah, in the it, movie in the movie Balls of Fury when he goes ping pong is Chinese <laughs> for ping pong. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I, I would say his comedies might be like even better than his his normal stuff because he's great in Joe Dirt too. Oh, he's I hit, so good. I hit this. Uh, I hit this hunk of uncomfortable metal up my ass yeah. for five years. <laughs> um, yeah, in Joe Dirt, he's like, "You're talking to me all wrong. You got the wrong tone." He's like, "Does your mother sew?" <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Donald is so that. <laughs> so, oh, the rundown. Talk, he plays Hatcher. Like that again. Oh yeah, stab in the face of the Saturn Iron. <laughs> yeah, he's been in a lot. He's a good vil- villain too, um, mm-hmm. because back in the day he was in like the Prophecy, or I think it was just called Prophecy. Oh yeah, uh, Last Man Standing. That's a good movie with Bruce Willis. Ooh, that's a real good movie. Have you seen Suicide Kings? No. That one no. is awesome. So Suicide Kings, okay. uh, we did it for the podcast. It is uh, it is Christopher Walken and uh, Jay Moore is in it. There's a few other Jeremy Sisto is in it. There's a few other actors that you've seen before, and uh, you should definitely check it out if you haven't. But that one's awesome. One of the, the Flannery guy, Sean Patrick Flannery from Boondock Saints is also wow. in it. Cool. But okay. uh, yeah, Pulp Fiction. Forgot about that. So good choice. Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Forgot about him. So, OK, Eric, fifth and final. <laughs> From a <laughs> from an impression that only I could do badly to an impression we can all do badly. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Get to the chopper. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, age seventy-four. Oh, this man dominated two decades of cinema of action hero. I can't. I don't even have his full IMDb up because I don't think it's necessary. I mean, uh, <laughs> just go down the, we could just have a powwow on this one. I'm just going to talk a, b- a little bit about how great Arnold Schwarzenegger is. I'm going to look up the Bill Burr thing of, of what he said about him. It's like, come to this country. Don't speak the language. He comes, barely speaks the language. He dominates uh, uh, weightlifting and bodybuilding and becomes a world famous actor and then marries into the royalty and then gets elected governor of the, like the most important state. How many lifetimes would it take for you to do something like that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's how that's, you know, he's a great man. Um, Flaws and all a great man. His achievements are legendary. So Terminator is the first one that comes to my mind. It's the first thing I remember him from that. I recognize him from was Terminator specifically Terminator two. Um, so let's just let's just talk Schwarzenegger. Let's just I would like to there. interject, Eric, and that yeah. was going to be my surprise was that Arnold Schwarzenegger is also on my list as one of the greatest actors over 70. And I think before we go into his body of work, it will kind of segue into it. But what I when I think of this list, I'm thinking of actors, actors, classically trained actors, ones okay. who ones who went to Juilliard or went to wherever. Right. And they. um grew up acting their entire lives and they had their breaks and it's just, they've been in phenomenal films and you could think of that. Now, Arnold probably doesn't hit many people's lists, but I will argue this. Everyone knows who Arnold Schwarzenegger is. He is responsible for a genre. He and Stallone Mm -hmm. are responsible for a specific genre and that is 80s action films, which then progressed from there and it evolved into 90s action films and 2000 blockbusters. It's just like Michael Bay and I'll argue this uh, tooth and nail Michael Bay is actually a phenomenal director. His movies are ridiculous, but he is so smart because he knows how to make the popcorn flick. And it's exactly why we go see his movies, because we love all the explosions and all the the flying and magic. And Arnold is unbelievable. Everything you said, like the true American dream. He's an immigrant. He comes uh, to the U.S. uh, to bodybuild. He yep. is everything you need. He's six foot two, you know, 250 pounds or whatever. Just the Austrian Oak um, wins like nine times Mr. Universe. And they they do the documentary of him pumping iron where we really get to see Arnold after he did Hercules in New York and after he did uh, Conan, I believe. Um, and then he, he went back into bodybuilding and he ended up winning. No, I think it was a- after Hercules in New York or something like that. 
But anyways, he went back into bodybuilding and just how cocky he was on camera, how he was fucking around with Lou Ferrigno and, and messing with his mind and all these <laughs> things. It is, it's phenomenal. And the guy just exudes confidence, but I love almost every single thing he's in. And I am a diehard Arnold fan. So yeah, for some, some of the films that he has like Conan, the destroyer, the Terminator, uh, Conan, the barbarian, um, commando, another amazing one, raw deal, running man, predator, red heat twins. Twins is like one of those films that we did this for our podcast showed that Arnold is a great actor because he's not just a one liner guy. He's funny. He's like genuinely funny. And you guys are both seeing twins, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. course. Yeah. yeah. Like Danny DeVito as, alongside him. I mean, they're just so great together. And as, as an avid fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, seeing that man <laughs> work is is great. But Arnold really surprised us all with that because then he did, you know, like Total Recall, which is actually my one of my favorite Arnold films of all time and my favorite Paul Verhoeven film of all time. But he was great in that kindergarten cop <laughs> Terminator yeah. two might be his might be his best film, but I would argue true lies is a better film, but yeah. I think T two is just like, it's so iconic and yeah. it aged very well for a film that came out in 91. The, the, the graphics still hold up, but I mean, last action hero. Yeah. I was uh, going to say, don't forget the Christmas yeah. movie. <laughs> oh my God. Jingle all the right. way. Uh, yeah. Batman and Robin. <laughs> all right, everyone <laughs> chill. <laughs> nice ice to meet you. So, so good. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and, and, and Tom's right. You know, he, he did take a big hiatus because he got into the political game. Yeah. But after the political game was over, um, he got back into acting a little bit and kind of did his own thing. And now he's more philanthropist activist, kind of just uh, doing things for veterans and kind of his foundation and stuff. He's actually vegan. Did you know that he switched no, no, to, no. to, to I vegan. actually I, I found that out a couple of days ago where uh that he's vegan, and then he also donated something to a oh, tiny. Homes. He did something for veterans. Yeah, tiny homes he, for he, veterans. Give a bunch of tiny homes to veterans in California, which yeah, is awesome because like, those tiny homes are sweet. So yeah, dude, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's a really good pick, Eric. I was. I thought I was going to be the only one. <laughs> no way. Not of our generation, sir. Well, There's no and, and, way yeah. we're coming with this list without mentioning Arnold Schwarzenegger. There is no and way. He just missed my list. I took Sly over him. Yeah, so. and that was a flip. It was a close one. And, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, then this is going to be really hard. You can only pick one. What is your favorite Arnold performance? I know that one's tough. It might honestly, it's it's my toughest on this whole list to pick. But I have my my unequivocal one. I believe. Mm. I'm gonna say Terminator Two because that's the first one for me that I really, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say Last Action Hero. That's also very good for me. It's True Lies. <laughs> True yeah. Lies is, is is the culmination of both James Cameron and of Arnold because you get to see how funny he really is, but also how badass Arnold is. And it's everything that they do. They even make fun of action movies at times. Um, like when Tom Arnold hides behind the pole and it shoots everywhere and he doesn't get hit and he kisses the pole. Um, but it's so hard to argue against like Predator or T2 because T2 is really where, I mean, that movie is, that movie might be like one of the greatest action movies of all time. It is one of the greatest action movies of all time. I mean, we could stop what we're doing right now too to go watch Don't Look Up and then watch T2. And then Tom can watch The Godfather, but yeah, yeah. yeah. it's gonna <laughs> be a long a, night. <laughs> that's a, that's a tough. It's it's a toughie, but it's, it's cool that we all had we all three of us had different ones for it. Um, it's crazy stuff. So yeah, cool. Well, that, yeah. those are those are our lists. What about the? Oh, well, yeah, did you your fifth theory? 
No, mine was Arnold. Oh, okay, okay. Schwarzenegger. Okay, great. But uh, everyone has one <clears throat> honorable. Arn- uh, <laughs> one. Everybody has one honorable mention. You only get one, so choose wisely. Who is your honorable mention for this list? Well, uh, I look- guess I'll I'll go first. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so mine is Jane Fonda. Ooh. Um, okay. Now I haven't seen a lot of Jane Fonda, but. And I probably wouldn't have if I didn't meet my wife, but I watched uh, Grace and Frankie with her and that show is hilarious and everyone needs to watch it. I've heard it's funny because if I saw that, like if I was single and I saw that, I'd be like four old people. This is dumb. And then I would have moved along (laughs) because that's how I think because I'm an idiot. But my wife is like, no, 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 no. This is going to be great. And it is great. Everyone watch Grace and Frankie. Okay. Well, the, it's impossible to have one, but I'll just, I'll stick with one per the rules. Per the, <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to go with a woman as well. I'm going to go with Maggie Smith, age 87. Wow. I forgot about Maggie Smith. Maggie McGonagall. Smith McGonagall <laughs> herself. Uh, and she was in, uh, uh, <laughs> Hook. Downton Abbey. She was in Hook. She was in, we've talked about her before. Mm-hmm. Um, She's she's one of those. She's been like the grandma in every movie for the past 30 years. <laughs> so we're just used to her being the grandma or whatever. But no, yeah, she's she's 87. She's she's been around for a little bit. Hopefully she's around for quite a bit more. She's phenomenal. Being the grandma in every film. <laughs> I mean, since much, Hook. Yeah. I mean, Hook came out, what, 91? Um, yeah. Yeah. Or, and that she yeah. was. And, and it's just like and it's now. 2022 yeah exactly that's what i'm saying she's been old forever she's been around for a bit so maggie smith age 87 nice very nice what about what's your one all right so my one is uh, a man that i hold near and dear to my heart because he is uh in one of my favorite films of all time and that is tim curry thank you um he is in clue which i've seen probably 70 times i kid you not and uh, the man terrified. is just a genius. The Rocky Horror Picture Show, Thank Congo, you, yes. uh, It, the miniseries. Tim Curry is out of this world. And Hunt for Red October. Hunt for Red October. The man uh, is. He, play- uh, uh, he played Satan in uh, what's it? what's the name of it with Tom Cruise? Brutal Legend. What? No, no, no. Uh, I think it's no. just Legend. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, well, no, the movie I'm sorry. Legend. Yeah. yeah, the video game Brutal Legend. He played a Daviculus oh. <laughs> demon. Did he? Okay. Yes, he was. Okay. It was a fall. Oh, Christ in heaven! It was amazing. <laughs> uh, Tim Curry's. Speaking uh, of the goat, yeah, it's um, it's it, he's yeah, I love I love Tim Curry a lot, so that is uh, that is my choice. Cool, so thank you. I was right yeah. on the edge of saying him, but I had it was either I, him or Joe Pesci for me. I but, felt but like there Tim weren't Curry. enough women represented on this list. And I know there's so and, many more and, I could go with, but and you I will. felt exactly, and I felt bad because I mean Diane Keaton's on there, Helen Mirren's on there, but it's one of those things that I was thank like, you. I, I just. He Angela resonated. Lansbury's 95. I know. So Dame Judy Julie Dench. Andrews. Julie Andrews. Dolly Parton. I know. But they, if there's a spiritual successor to yeah. somebody who's like t- too soon, it's Dolly, uh, like we're talking about with uh, Betty White. Uh, Betty White. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dolly Parton would be the other one. She's like universally loved and respected. Oh, she's I love 75. Dolly. She's yeah. so sassy and I love her and she's, <laughs> yeah, just amazing. So. Glenn Close, 74. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Let's recap. So Thomas has Samuel L. Jackson, Sylvester Stallone, Morgan Freeman. Steve Martin and Christopher Walken. Eric has Jeff Bridges, Clint Eastwood, Patrick Stewart, Meryl Streep, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Zach has Jack Nicholson, Morgan Freeman, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that is our list. Those are Pretty our good. lists. That just uh, mm-hmm. that was fun. We all have homework. I'm going to watch Don't Look Up. Tom's going to watch the Godfather trilogy tonight. 
You can okay. actually skip the third one. It's it's uh, how do you say not very good? So yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> but you uh, you definitely should watch the first two because it's I just can't. You're not a movie watcher if you don't watch it. So I do have tomorrow off. So well, there you go. There you go. Um, cool. All right, guys. Well, we'll we'll go ahead and end this uh, end the show the proper way. Thank you for t- tuning in to the Top 5 Podcast. Please be sure to follow us on Twitter at Podcasts. Uh, let me say that again. Podcasts with an S. Top 5 at ZachDale60 and at TomTop5. Oh, yeah, duh. And, of course, the best one you should follow, E underscore Shane, where you can give us ideas, tell us if we're crazy, or even suggest a topic for a future episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you. And remember, it is okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. And to quote Aldous Huxley, the secret of genius is to carry the spirit of the child into old age, which means never losing your enthusiasm. So bless all these wonderful people that are still with us, and hopefully they're still with us many, many more years. They've brought so much enjoyment to our homes and the small screen, the big screen, and the stage. We are so very, very, very thankful for everything that they've done. And all the ones that we haven't mentioned, we could do this list again and again because there's like 70 more people we didn't even mention who were absolutely worthy of this list. Mm -hmm. We thank them too, and thank you guys for listening. Bye.